0: Good people, it's Reg, it's Don,
1: and it's day three of the DNC. Right now we've got esteemed colleague, political genius, smart man, and all around man of the year, Meek Mill on stage, giving his best speech, decrying (laughs) the prison industrial complex, and also doing wheelies on his bicycle. As you do. As, you, as do. you do, as you as do. You this, do. Is the, this is the DNC new hip hop outreach program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, reach out to the youngins. They're gonna have a lot of a lot of cool hip acts. You know, they're gonna have like who's who. I, who's cool in if if you're a fifty year old like who's I guess Nelly. Yeah, yeah, Nelly could I, be there. Nelly, Nelly is like that's like the
0: tail end of like a fifty year old's like. 20s right
1: yeah yeah so so we'll have nelly out there we'll have like what other what other cool thing oh snoop snoop's gotta be oh, there snoop's, yeah, snoop's, snoop. snoop's absolutely so it's like snoop. nelly and snoop snoop's
0: getting all that middle america money and i'm not oh, even yeah. mad
1: absolutely absolutely <laughs> and it's just like you know it, it'll be like a jam section we'll have john mayer on the side it'll be like one of those really bad grammy fucking <laughs> performances I mean, to, to to be like legit
0: honest the musicals, I mean, they had Leon Bridges the first night, and they had uh, your boy, uh, John Legend, last night. Um, you know, if you try to reach the youth, I don't know. I don't know, fam. I don't know about, about those two acts. And I, I, I like, I'm, I'm a huge John Legend fan. Like, I, I like John, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think your solution is a little bit better.
1: Yeah, no. I feel like you gotta if you if you're old and wash, you gotta own your old and wash. Basically, like you, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> know, like this attempt to get, to get hit with them. Well, I can't even say the Zoomers. I just obviously say the millennials in this case because they've completely lost the Zoomers. Although supposedly, didn't Billy Eilish was supposed to perform? I felt like I feel like that was one of the names early on they floated around. Uh, oh yeah, yeah
0: i i haven't seen it yet i mean yeah, maybe that I happened wanna, maybe. like maybe that's tonight or, or some, yeah. something like that but um but yeah, yeah. anyway yeah, but anyway
1: yeah. as, as usual you know, it's, it's politics you know it's the season you know we're uh, the, the humanity's last stand <laughs> 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 long story short before we play at clip
0: i cry every time i think about it
1: <laughs> but uh as usual, you gonna see a lot of things happening and one of the one of the cool things that happened is, you know, Cardi B once again, you know, put on her best, <laughs> her best New York City day job wig, you know what I'm saying? She had the whole <laughs> little the little the little, you know, the best of Ann Taylor, you know, and interviewed fucking Joe Biden, which I thought was a really cool interview. I think Yay. um Yeah, no no, shoot, no, yeah, no, it's it's what I like about these interviews is the fact of where Again, we were kind ca- of cracking jokes about how old and out of touch these guys are. Yeah, this is this is a case of where there aren't. She's she's very personable. You know, she screams chemistry. She's just built for a camera, and she's really knowledgeable. So it's not necessarily a softball interview. One of the things I saw kind of floating around was when she described how, when she herself was in college, about how like you know, you know, she went from being a New York City school student to where you know they had free lunches, they had free metro cards to suddenly where she's got to pay for her own transportation, she has no food, she's got to get a job and balance those things out and going, you know, get, you know, trying to get this pathway of higher education when, you know, something that's kind of mandatory now and now suddenly you have all these financial obstacles which are really hard to work around in America, which I thought was very poignant and something that you wouldn't necessarily get out of these lot of softball interviews you see normally that they do when they show up for, you know, breakfast club. Or like fucking, you know, like a lot of these little fun, like, oh, we're it's a cool, kitschy kind of interview thing. I thought it was kind of pointing and I kind of on point. So, you know, it, it kind of shows that, like, as far as media kind of changing and it's not the same way, you know, like back in the days, it'd be like, you know, remember, remember this is what I'm going to age myself. Like Bill Clinton on the Senior Hall show, you know, showing up, <laughs> playing the, the kid, facts. The,
0: the kids know <laughs> nothing about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know nothing <laughs> about that, you know. And it kind of pandering to the audience. What I like about the way this kind of new media is, everything is kind of flat. So even though I'm not going to say it's always 100% as far as horrible questions and authenticity, it feels a lot more realer than you had in old media.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I Look, you know, I complain about America a lot. And I complain, you know, even if you look at the DNC, it's very much like middle America. But I do have to say, it's a really cool move for Cardi B to drop a track called wet ass pussy and have it be number one. And then interview the democratic nominee in like a two week span. Right. Um, you know, if 2020 is going to give us anything, it's going to give us this, this two weeks of, of Cardi winning, you know, it's, so it's, I, I, it's, it's both sides.
1: We're all <laughs> multifaceted individuals.
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, it was really cool actually. And I actually feel like, you know, the, that interview, yeah, Cardi just comes off as, as Cardi but also personal and also just like a regular ass person, regular ass yes. American and you know like I'm not the biggest Joe Biden fan but I feel like Joe Biden you know, I didn't feel like he was intimidated, right? Like and I feel yes. like you know there, there could have been that intimidation factor Joe Biden could have came off as like kind of unnatural you know, whatever um and I thought it worked, you know. And I thought it was like a, a, a cool level up for both for both uh, people. I mean, you know, it's strategic, right? Like like, Cardi's demographic, young, urban. Uh, urban. Terrible, terrible word. Uh, young, urban. black Those words. Oh, black and are. brown people, <laughs> color. Um, you know, like that audience. Um, uh, is probably not the most excited about Joe Biden. Um, and you know, I. I feel like Joe Biden's kind of like, all right, cool. Like, let me let me do this. But you're right; it's not like just going to the Breakfast Club or going on BET or going to a black church, right? <laughs> I feel like those my things. My favorite don't... is a black.
1: I love the black <laughs> church appearances, though. I love them Oh, My favorite. <laughs> I'm kind of mad. we're going to miss that. I would love to see Joe Biden out there trying to sing along, clap along, offbeat uh, dude, on the there's, twos there's... and wars. There's 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 still
0: like three months left in this campaign, fam. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's gonna happen. I am sure it's gonna happen.
1: Oh, that's good. I'm I'm kind of I would I would have loved to see that. Oh. You know,
0: but uh, but yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a nice strategic move, and it, you know, it doesn't come off as a stunt. And you know, that's all we can ask for in 2020.
1: That's all we can ask for. Yeah, you know? it's it, it could been a lot worse. Yeah, no, it's it was. Like... <sighs> And I I don't want to kind of overpraise it, but what was fascinating was you could make the argument too that even though we kind of, at least, you know, I was speaking about the Urbans. That just in general, the way the media landscape is, it was a lot more authentic than you normally get if you're watching like you know something quickly on Politico or some shit like that. You know, what I'm saying it was yeah. down to earth. And I know obviously, like you said, there's a brand synergy there. You know, obviously Cardi wants it because Cardi's somebody where you know who wouldn't want to have the, the possible future president on the Instagram live? And on the inverse, like you said, is this Cardi kind of is somebody where youth voters, certain demographic voters, like love her? But, like I said, what's kind of cool is it, like you said, it boiled down to just regular-ass people talking. Like, it didn't feel like a lot of the bullshit there. And that's what I kind of liked about it. It was very informative. And, like, you know, I like that stuff a lot more than the forced, like, let me go to this, quote-unquote, you know, this, this, you know this, this hip-hop platform, this black people platform. Let me go be seen walking to the Church of Al Sharpton. And, you know, this kind of very pandering kind of things where, even though I'm not going to say again, it's not for a cloud. It just felt a lot more organic a lot more naturalness and a lot more the way kind of sadly enough it's even if we weren't in covert the idea of somebody hopping into a stream and is talking shit out is kind of the way you know the world's moving before this shit was happening on some flat level so it was cool like it, it's it was kind of nice seeing something where it's like you said it's it's just by the nature of it being online you know she's dressed the way she's dressed he's dressed the way he's dressed it is for like two regular ass people talking you know what i'm saying yeah so, yeah definitely Definitely, uh,
0: and shoot,
1: we're gonna stay on politics, fam. I know it's all—it's all It's—it's thats, all like, poli- it's, 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 that's, that's the way the world is. Even—even—even even, even my refuge of music has been taken over <laughs> by this politics. Why can't we just all get along? What you was know, this lefty, CNN? Righty, you know, liberal, Republican. Why can't we all just hold hands? Like I thought, I thought Kylie Jenner cured racism. Remember that whole thing with the Pepsi? <laughs> and we're still <laughs> dealing with this now. You know what I'm saying? I, d- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I was to I was gonna start an "All like, Lives Matter" speech, like, and now I was dude, like, dude, I can't like, even like, do that.
0: <laughs> like la- last last week, Kylie Jenner created racism. So you know, <laughs> pick one. Um... <laughs> Anyway, um, look like who would have predicted that Taylor Swift would be like the biggest? I won't. I'm not gonna say ally, but the biggest anti-Trump voice of 2020. like
1: I'll say I I will like all black men. I will be a disappointment and invite Taylor Swift to the cookout. I will invite the white girl to the cookouts. <laughs> No, I'll I will get those stairs. I, I I'm not
0: gonna go that far because she's gonna bring a dish that has raisins in it, and <laughs>
1: she's like, gonna come out for
0: unwashed legs. You know, like I I, I and it would just cause some drama. But it's
1: go 19- on, 90s <laughs> hip hop slang. <laughs> <laughs> like I
0: I don't know if she's invited to the cookout, but she's trying. You know what?
1: She's trying. She's, she's trying. trying. I, And I will say this much: I don't think there's any. Obviously, you've got it's 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 obviously it should have get off the pot for a lot of celebrities in general. But I will never. I could easily say like I don't think anybody's leveraged the platform the way she is blatantly like Trump sucks, blatantly like this is happening and Taylor Swift has in the last couple of months. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely.
0: And and look, like we talked about this before when she went at Trump. Like I feel like she has the most to lose, right, in terms of, of like your top tier pop stars. You know, Beyonce, like she got nothing to use, lose. Rihanna is gonna say fuck Trump all day. You know, even like Lady Gaga or Katy Perry, like you know. But Taylor, I feel like has, has still has that con- conservative, middle America, white listenership. That you know, she has a lot to lose. You know, like like she's giving up a little bit of the bag. Um, and but again, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad. Uh, she went after Trump this week because. Trump's ty- trying to defund the, the, the Postal Service. Um, we shout def- defund the police and, uh, uh, and somehow the Postal Service gets defunded. <laughs> they both begin with
1: P. <laughs> I there you go. imagine him like, oh, just confusing the boxes in the White House and shit at the desk in the Oval Office.
0: You know, um, oh man, um, I don't know. I mean there, there's not like much I can say other than, you know, props to Taylor Swift, you know. I I'm I'm happy again that she's putting a little bit of her of her bag on the line going after Donald Trump. Um and you know, she's trying to register people to vote. She's she's, you know, I mean I I, I think she's she still lives in Tribeca, but she's trying to do like voting, I guess registration in in her home state of Tennessee. Um, So you know, I'm 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 not mad. I'm definitely not mad.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> something it. where, and then I I think in general, like the idea of her kind of saying, "Hey, if say the postal service to try to de- deny your vote," I think it's poignant because you know, again. No matter where you are politically, I could definitely say, get a certain sense of apathy. But the the big issue is the idea is that at the end of the day, there's forces there that don't want you to vote, that want to disenfranchise your vote. It's something that's yep. been you know traditionally used against Black people in general. So I do like the fact of where she's speaking about these things. It's very easy, like I said, on a certain level, to say fuck Trump. But for somebody to kind of have that kind of audience to kind of say, hey, they are fucking with the poll service because they want to fuck with your vote, I think is important. And I and I think it's and again, it's it's I struggle with it just because. In any other society, it's kind of the bare minimal, you know what I'm saying? But we're talking yeah. about America, and I'll take whatever we could fucking get as far as people being on the right side of history for once. So yeah, no, know, props to her.
0: Definitely, definitely. And and people, yeah. please register the vote. Please, yeah. please, please register please. To vote. Please. for my you own know. mental
1: health, I can't stay here any longer. If you guys don't vote and, and get they help push the help pushed, and again, not to say here, let's let's be honest. Like, all right, we're still fucked anyway. But I want to be less fucked. I want to be able to get fresh air.
0: I want yeah, to be able no. to buy
1: toilet paper. You know, I want that slow decline. You know, then we could kind of write the ship. But this whole jump off the cliff shit is no bueno, people. It's no bueno. No, you know what I'm saying? Kids, kids no bueno. No. And, and
0: and even if you're in a quote unquote red state, whatever, and, you know, Donald Trump's going to win, you still have your local elections, school boards, and making your kids go to school and get coronavirus. Yeah. You know, bring it it's home, so kill your granny. Yeah, it's like there's so many things that you can vote for. So please vote. Um, and look, if you need to vote by mail, that's cool. Like, you probably don't want to go to the post office. Just drop it off at the election office or whatever. Um, but please, 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 fam, vote. <laughs> 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 I'm not Taylor I, Swift, so I don't know how much weight that. that I'm going to start. I will,
1: I will <laughs> man, when it's supposed to be October, I'm going to start crying on this bitch. You're going to see me with fucking tears. <laughs> This emotional breakdown. It's like, I can't do it. Dude, I can't do the, it anymore. The post-election
0: episode of, of Red and Stone. Oh, oh,
1: I, 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 I figured there's going to be a high risk of alcohol poisoning either way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Either uh, it's, it's an abundance of joy, or on some like I might as well go out now while I can before it gets any worse. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway. But on, on I guess semi happier news, um, I guess one of the OG hip hop tragedies was um, the death of a pioneer, Jam Master J. Um, you know, unusual of hip hop. What kind of sucks is a lot of these deaths. You know, you've got these a lot of young black males, certain kind of environments you know, fucked-up environments, you know, things happen. Unfortunately, within hip-hop itself, there's been a lot of... There's been a a high proportion of these deaths that have kind of gone unsolved. Um, There's this idea, generally, that black life is cheap and somebody gets shot and killed, somebody gets shot and killed. You kind of saw that with the making these stallion jokes to a certain extent. But um, I guess in the piece of good news and the bad news is after fucking decades, Jam Master Jay's killers have finally been arrested.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I think, you know, look, hopefully they got the right people. Hopefully yes. it's the people that, you know, like, you know, like look, I'm still a little suspect <laughs> about the police. Um, but I, I think like the most interesting thing is um the disclosure here and actually somebody like mentioned this on Twitter. It actually gives us hope for some of the other unsolved like murders specifically biggie and tupac uh that happened like six six seven years earlier prior to the jam master j uh murder um it, it just kind of gives us hope that like there's still people actually uh, out there that's actually looking for these these culprits um and i feel like sometimes as black people we feel like you're right like like black life is cheap and police hate us and they're not gonna like keep continuing continuously looking for some of these cold cases um so i think that's like the one takeaway i have from this whole thing um and then you know i, I guess like the really sad thing is it seems like the the narrative that they're saying is what that what happened was now the drug deal gone bad um which i hope is not the truth hopefully it's something else but um you know i i still don't know if that's the case or not um the two, like, people who were charged, like, pleaded plead not guilty. Uh, I think they're both in jail for other things. Um, so we'll see how all, all like, pans out. Um, hopefully justice is served, but also, to I have a very low opinion of justice right now. So.
1: <laughs> well, if, the, if I remember correctly, um, around the time, there were rumors that he was involved with the drug trade. Not necessarily, like, he was out there, like, you know, Coleone, but just he had boys. You know what I'm saying? Shit yeah. Like that. So, yeah. It's, I could kind of see, unfortunately, I could kind of see that link. Not necessarily, like I said, he was actively involved, but I could imagine, considering it was, I think it was in the studio it took place. People are always coming in and out of a studio, you know, yada, yada, yada. You never know. But like I said, at least, even though like, I'm, I'm on the same page with you, I wouldn't necessarily hold my breath, but it looks like things are moving in a positive direction. So, hopefully, there's some closure here. And like you said, hopefully, it's kind of, you know, leads to other closures and the general idea of where, like, you know, black life won't just be you know, it's 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 not just you know it's not just a mythic idea of this, you know, cool hip hop dude got shot and yada 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 and now his name's on a T shirt. It's that the idea of where this is a life, this is a life that needs to be kinda understood that was something. And, you know, like I said, it's just a stop to the violence in general, you know what I'm saying? Like we just kinda start, you know, all around people start kinda putting in the work to kinda make sure shit like this doesn't happen in the future. So, you know because like some some good news out of some tragedy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then as usual, it's it's the final it's the it's the octagon, you know, the mini octagon, the the the, 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 the halfway point octagon where we discuss our favorite records of this half ish year? Half ish I mean, year plus some. It's it doesn't know. time really matter in the pandemic.
0: What is time, what is math, what is it's, any of these things?
1: All, the Gravity egg doesn't really work anymore. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all up in the air. It's all imaginary. <laughs>
0: yeah, I look. It's you know, it's been a really good year for music, and I feel like it, you know, no matter if it's like six months in or seven months in or like slightly like, like, like one point five, like half whatever. Like I don't even know what I'm trying to say because what is math? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make but sense, uh, that made no sense whatsoever. Um, I'm trying to say what seven point five months in, eight point one months in, whatever.
1: Oh look at you, um, the extreme math. Look at you. Look at you. go go. Th- I, I can barely quick, do two plus two. quick math, quick math.
0: <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like we wanted to give a give y'all like the the our our picks for some of the the best music of 2020 so far.
1: Yeah. And, I don't know how, uh, we're gonna, how we're gonna start this off. You know, like go through your list. Maybe I'll,
0: like maybe you run through the list and then we can discuss. And then I'll run through my list.
1: All right, I'm, I'm gonna go through my my list. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go linear in the way I described it. So uh, early in the year, very surprise album because it's was supposed to come out for like years. But Uzi Vert came out. For Eternal Take, the regular version, the deluxe version came out hot. So that was really a strong for as far as a mainstream hip hop release is concerned. It was strong you had your cross popovers you had your your straight ahead i'm spinning type bars there's a well-rounded album um yeah kia forever your girl i actually saw read an interview recently with her um indie artist uh was actually and i'm gonna fuck this up but i'll say saxophonist for like chance to rapper she's a wind player and then she was just like "Fuck it i could sing too came to new york put her shit together started making her own music bam Great record, played it a lot during, um, basically, it's, it's been one of my emotional support records because even though there's a lot of R&B touch points and relationships, there's also a level of like pro-blackness there, you know what I'm saying? Which I love. I just yeah. covers in a lot of the songs there also. Um, speaking of that, another record I love was Salt, Untitled, which I'll just say, fuck white people. That was another great album this year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, another album where, you know, in Chetley, they kind of drew... Like uh, influences from like Motown and other forms of pro- classic protest music and kind of remixed it for now. It was it's kind of crazy how timely it came out. Um, another record which I liked a lot was Pink Sifu Negro, which was again it's been it's been a weird. I like people knew like there's been a lot of fucking protest music actually. The more I think about it this year, that kind of fit mm. well within what the way the world's kind of been. But um, Grey punk record you know, just kind of just, just kinda of off kilter in the way their production is. Sometimes it's not like it's underwater, but it just has that weird like rage to it where what I liked about that record is the fact of and again, we both big pink seafood fans, a lot of the times when you have records that deal with police brutality, there's a certain level of like, you know, discussing societal views and this and that. And what I liked about this record, similar to Ice T's Cop Killer, where it's just basically like, nah, just fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of yeah. like a one big middle finger towards, you know, you know, white supremacy. One big middle finger towards police brutality. Is it's just like there's no real poignant songs. There's no pleas for our humanity. Nah, just plain fuck you. Um, for me, it was also Tame Impala, which I thought dropped a very great record. You know, they kind of slowly shifted the sound from more of a real genuine psychedelic pop. No. Psychedelic punk, nah, psychedelic punk. Nah. I'll just say psychedelic rock band. But anyway, mm. band that was very guitar instruments, bass to like this weird, almost pure pop band kind of, but it kind of still maintained its psychedelic sounds. Um, King Cruel dropped another great record, another great sad record, uh, Man Aboard. Uh, Eve's Tumor, fan of, that we're both of, rock album. Switched from more of his electronic stuff called heaven to a tortured mind this like a great almost sly in the family stone like soulful rock edge to it uh for fun young nudie always um young nudie he's 21 savage's cousin usually works with another rapper slash mc pierre leborn who's known for his very airy beats he didn't work with him on this record that much but kind of got similar sounding beats and it's just like fun writer it's it's hip-hop that you can listen to and have fun with that's not that heavy um, as far as artistic pieces, you've got, I don't think anybody's going to have more of an artistic statement this year than Moses Omni of Gray. Just yep. beautiful. And then finally, for me, it'd be, I think I'll end with Mike. Um, Mike, Weight of the World, rapper, based in the Bronx, a lot of off kilter soul loops, a lot of almost dream of consciousness. We've, we've talked about him a lot. I've talked a lot of, about him a lot. Kind of comes from that Earl sweatshirt. That uh, Navy Blue, that Macami kind of, or even Griselda, you could even say. Just like these weird off kilter soul loops and people kind of just streaming, you know, speaking stream of conscious raps. Griselda, obviously more gun talk, with fucking Mike more about, you know, emotional turmoil, living, making ends meet. So, you know, great record. You know, it kind of just shows you that, like, even underground hip hop is doing a lot of interesting things. So, you know, those are my 10 cool cool
0: um all right so for my list um i have salt uh untitled black is as number 1 I, I feel like i don't know like it's so crazy the fact that like and i remember um the dude Cosmo Baker dropped this uh, on the there's like a live stream of the album and cosmo's like they salt like basically they record their albums in like 7 days wow and um, and also dropped that. It was um, Inflow, uh, Cleo Soul, and Kid Sister um, as, like, the three, like, top members. And this came out right after, you know, the George, George Floyd protest. And I feel like people were kind of looking for, like, more of an anthem around it, around, like, you know, just, like, the pain and the struggle um, that we have to go through every day. Um, and this was, just came out at a very appropriate time. And I was really just truly impressed by it. Um, and again, like the fact that they can just like pop these albums out in like seven days is like ridiculous. That's insane. You know, like, you know, the the production value is incredible. Like the the even like the writing. I wouldn't say like the lyrics are like, you know, well, the lyrics are, this album are like incredible. Um, just like the tone that they set. Um, just like, just like the story that they, they're crafting. It's just really crazy. The melody Um, ideas,
1: like, like music wise, it's just, it's just a, well, for seven days, it's really, really well put together. It's not like that it's kind of, you know, there's a lot of time changes, a lot of different melody ideas it's not just like all right here's 10 random beats we're just gonna freestyle over it. yeah really yeah it and, and, and
0: it, doesn't, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like a mixtape right it, doesn't, it sounds like a fully flesh fully formed album um so it'll probably be in the b so far might be my number one of the year um just like last year uh the two albums they dropped were like i think like number one and three uh last year so um yeah incredible um Moses Sumney like that album Moses basically took, like, all the things he was good at and just doubled down.
1: And, you know... It kills me. It's, it's, I feel like this is his record that... that this is his Grammy-winning record. Like, this is a record where yeah. I feel like it almost, like, COVID robbed it because it's such a grand record that I feel like it's something that really should have got more eyes on it. it should, he should be touring off, like, an orchestra. He should be playing, at like, Carnegie Hall... And I felt like it's kind of weird because it kind of got released in this space of where we're all kind of listening to our music in AirPods and in little corner desks, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no,
0: definitely, definitely. I, I actually need to copy to some vinyl. I have his uh, first album on vinyl. It's just like it sounds so smooth, so buttery. His voice is amazing. The production's amazing. Um, just stellar. Um, and then the Yeast Tumor that we talked about. Um, I feel like this album, the Yeast album, was a level up. Um, him exploring like different sounds or them, sorry, um, exploring like different sounds and just different atmospheres, but maintaining the vibe that they set in the first album, which I think is really hard to do for a sophomore project. Um, And he was able to capture that. And I feel like the first album was maybe more, maybe industrial ish, nine inch Nails ish. This album is way more kind of Bowie ish. In a lot of ways, um, and he's able to kind of like flip that script, but still double down the way he's good. He's he's uh, he's used to, they're used to. So I, I think that's a really dope album. Uh, the Fiona Apple Al, Apple album, Ooh, I forgot again, like one. you know, everybody everybody who's not black loves his album. As <laughs> a black guy, I like I like Fiona. I I would invite Fiona to the barbecue before Taylor.
1: oh uh... I could I could like, see that. Like, like, you know, like Chris. True. I remember Chris Rock. He called the Fiona X after she gave that speech. Yeah, you know, like
0: <laughs> and she's gonna bring the bomb ass kale salad.
1: True, true.
0: <laughs> she cares about her health.
1: She would actually you know, be like y'all. Yeah, true.
0: Like and the bomb ass weed. Like I I, I like I I feel like I feel like Fiona Fiona is invited. Uh, but no, it's, a, it's another it's another example of somebody taking their their style and just doubling down. And just like really kind of honing in on what makes them great, and I feel like that you know that is what this Fiona album is. Basically, she's been fairly consistent in terms of the, her musical output for the past wow, shit, like 30 shit. years almost, yeah, shit. um, and like 25 years at least. And it's just kind of crazy to see like those elements are still there, but the music has evolved. So, uh, props to Fiona. Uh, the next one is Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Oh. Uh, like, yeah, it's like Freddie's not doing anything new here. Like, you know, he's basically like he has he's like really quality producers that he's works he works with. Uh he basically just got high and started right like and watched the uh the, the Michael Jordan documentary and just like wrote a bunch of like <laughs> Yeah, there's like lyrics. references in
1: it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, to me, it's it, it. I like it's it's almost like putting on like a nice like pair of silk slippers, you know. Like it it just it like he rides the beats really nice. Um, his voice complements all the production. Alchemist is back with Freddy. Um, you know, I think the Mad Living Freddie might like like be a little bit of a better project, but I'm not mad at this. You know, for for something that is just. Again, probably recording like seven days, you know, like it, it's, 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 it's not bad. Um, and I've come back to it, uh, several times, so not mad at that. Uh, the next one's the Leanne La Havas, Ooh. uh, album, which is another thing. Like, like I, like she's, she's been dropping tracks all year and I finally heard the album and I was like, Oh, these tracks are sound so familiar, right? They're like just pop-level, like, like single-level tracks that she's been dropping. And then you realize, you get to the album, it's like, oh, shit, that's, that's half the album. Um, if you are a fan of Leanne, Leanne La Havas, like, you're gonna love the album. Like, he does, she's not doing anything, like, completely different, but she, you know, she's still bringing the vibe that she already had in, before. And, again, like, I feel like that's this weird thing about 2020. It's like, artists, they're in their lane but that's okay. Cause they're artists and they're good at what they do. <laughs> and that's what this album is to me. It's like, like Leanne and her lane doing what she does best. Um, then the next one is Mac Miller, which I thought I, you know, it's so crazy. I thought this album dropped last year.
1: Yeah. You no, know, like, it's, it's even what, you know what I, it's even when you mentioned fucking Alfredo, I thought Alfredo dropped last year also, but it didn't. It, it was earlier this year. It's fucking time. Yeah. Time is an abstract concept
0: yeah time time is crazy um and i was I was trying to look to build this list and I saw it like this mac Miller album this album's great like it's, and it's sad that's uh you know after his death um and then John Brion, who worked for Kanye for um late registration uh like put all the pieces together, but you can't tell like it's just really really amazing album, lots more kind of Mac Miller singing a little bit, being a little bit more folksy, but produced in a way that's not like, you know, man of the woods, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, I I feel like Mac has been making some amazing production, production choices um, throughout his career. And this was a a really amazing production choice. Uh, and, And maybe he didn't make it. I, you know, I know they started the album together, but, um but yeah no it's a, it's, a, it's a dope album. Um the next one's is Bin. Uh you don't get your hipster card unless you go like Craig Bin. Um <laughs> you know, certified Brooklyn hipster right here. I got my card. Got my uh, got my card in the mail 2 months ago. I'll see you Music <laughs> Hall of,
1: of Williamsburg. I'll see you there, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but no, you know it, it's uh, this is another Again, this is the theme of, of 2020 so far for me. It's like, you know, they're uh instrumental band, but they added more vocals. They play around with more musical styles. They kind of like um again, like took what they they do best and just kind of doubled down. So, it's another uh double down album. Uh and then the last one I wanted to throw here is uh Obong JR, which way is forward. Ah. Uh which is the new, It's like it's, you know, it's it's outside of all these other ones, um, it's a a new and upcoming artist. um, Essentially, this guy who used to be a rapper, um, and kind of, you know, based in the UK, Nigerian descent, um, and then, you know, kind of got caught up in this Afrobeat wave, and it could come off as very inauthentic, right? Because it seemed like he pivoted from being like a rapper that kind of wanted to be more of a either like a UK drill rapper or American rapper. Now he's like singing like kind of Afrobeat. But the production is solid. The lyrics are solid. His voice has such gravitas. you think he's like a 50-year-old man. He's like 25 years old. Um, it's a really unique album. And, you know, like the Afrobeat space, I don't know, like I sometimes some people say like it it didn't have its moment or it could be played out or it could be repetitive. But he's he's able to just in the production, like, adds some freshness to that whole space. So, uh, yeah, it's an album I've come back to a few a few different times. So, uh,
1: yeah, that's my list, fam. That's yeah. my list. It's been weird because I think about it also, there's been singles this year, but it hasn't really been singles. It's also been weird where, like, when I think of, like, what was a song that got played a lot or heard a lot, it's like you've heard things like Pop Smoke Dior, you had, like, making these Savage. I mean, Megan Make, Make D Savage. You had Megan uh, <laughs> Savage. The, the Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Megan It the Savage. I Megan Savage. That'd be an awesome name, though. But it's, it's like, it's weird. It's it's almost, like, I felt like, like music, like the... And probably because of streaming, it's, like, singles became almost so disposable that it felt like albums were where it's at, if that makes any weird sense.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, though, right? Because singles are just so driven by club play and radio play and being with your friends and hearing it, you know, like, whatever. Um Whereas, we're all sitting alone, baby. Like, we're all, like, we're all, like, sitting,
1: you know... Club. Club two Casa, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: you know we're all like in our in our quarantine bubbles, Ooh. so we have more time to to to, to, to
1: enjoy the album
0: experience. Um, I,
1: I, I, I got I got my little Bluetooth speaker here. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here, you know, drinking my little Bud Lights. You know, putting put, I put I guess I put change in the change jar to pretend I'm paying to a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but like
0: like you know, take like you know, WAP,
1: right? Like. You know, that's
0: probably going to become the jam, but it's kind of weird, right? Because, like, like, you can't really
1: go out. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's no moment of the girls rushing the floor. There's no, yeah. like, oh, shit, you know, let me run out there. There's no, like, even, even the, I mean, the most, I mean, obviously you can still kind of get to, you know, playing it in your whip. But playing it in your whip to where? Like, Costco? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and and. And this is all on top of just like the fact that streaming has disrupted everything. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, the, you're right. Like, there's not that many tracks that I feel like the culture has gone back to. Like, even like Savage,
1: I keep, I forgot that I was in 2020. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was, it was like the song for like a month. And then it's, and like I said, it's, it's, it's a weird mixture of like TikTok. It's, it's just like things, it's almost like, Sadly enough, it's like the, the singles have become viral, like almost. I like guess they don't have that normal trajectory of where a single bubbles up and then crosses over or a weird off you know, obscure song kind of breaks big. It's almost like one day this song is hot, this song is hot for fucking two or three weeks, four weeks, and then we push it to the side, and then the next hot song comes up immediately, and that, that, that song drops off to like oblivion, like it never existed almost.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So, I, yeah, I, you're right, man. It's 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 a it's a weird like. I mean, hopefully, WAP can be the summer anthem. But like again, like what, what's the summer of the anthem anymore? Like yeah, we, if, w- if, if we, we have no summer. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, you know, you're out here playing it. You know, if you're living in your mom's house, low <laughs> on that low. <laughs> All so my people just, moving back to their, to the parents' house. Exactly <laughs> Make sure it's extra bassy so all they hear is the muffled sounds, you know. But, yeah, no, it's, it's weird. It's, it's like it's, it's interesting to see how, I guess, how music will be consumed. Obviously, we know how live music is going, but more so just at home where there's a slight – because I think you were making a mention about how – or I remember something made how podcasts, at least initially during the pandemic, weren't really being consumed the same way they were because people yeah. weren't at work. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. it's interesting to see how that'll affect the way we kind of consume music, also, because the idea of having like, I say, a unquote party jam playlist is kind of you know, it, it's it's something that's kind of on hiatus for, hopefully, just six months, but could be another year t- or two. <sighs> Dude, Oof. we
0: can't do this for another year. Oof. Like it's it's like like if yeah, we cannot like <laughs> if there's no vaccine by like December, I don't know, I don't know about society. Oh like, nah man I was,
1: I was like if if man if if I can't have a fucking Christmas I'm going to I'm going to rent a car I'm going to drive down I'm running everybody over who doesn't wear a mask just just on some I'm, weird rage Yeah I'm,
0: yeah I'm just like <laughs> let, let let let's do it let's yeah. some some heaven's gate shit like just yeah. just like have a covid party at that
1: point point. And on that positive note But yeah you know as usual we love y'all We would love y'all more if you voted. That's right. All the negativity you heard was because we let all these weirdos run our country. It's about time we take it back, regain our freedoms, take it back from these people. You know, I don't know. I was going to start doing a whole lip-tart fucking white trash fucking accent, but I can't even joke about this shit. It's real. Shit is real. No, it's real. Shit is fucking real. real. (laughs) It's too real real. to joke. But, you know, just stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Wear your masks socially distance. I'm not going to shame you if I see you out here in the streets, you know, knocking on a restaurant but make sure, you know, you keep that social distance fucking, you know, the, the six feet alive. You know what I'm saying? Put that mask on immediately after you fucking eat. You know what I'm saying? We can get through this. It will be a better place because, you know, I, 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 if, if, if I die before the next Kendrick album, I will curse you all. I will haunt you all. <laughs> I'll be, wherever you turn around, you'll never go to the bathroom in peace. I'll be shaking shit behind you i will be my curse, <laughs> my Haitian <laughs> West Indian curse on you all. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm seriously, y'all stay safe. You know, just be out there. Just make sure everything's all cool. Make sure everything's copacetic. We'll get through this together, and we love y'all. Peace. Peace.